Hello. <laughs> you scared your dog. <laughs> Welcome to Moaning Myrtle's Bathroom, a Harry Potter podcast. Starring me, Emily. And me, Katie. <laughs> now your dog's definitely going to like me more than you. <laughs> we just moan and groan about Harry Potter, that's it. What do you want from me? <laughs> Hence the name. <laughs> this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Uh, we were just talking about how it feels like it's been forever since we've recorded a real episode. <laughs> yeah, it's it really been so has long. Been. I don't even know what to do. Because the last time we recorded, it was a commentary. It wasn't even like our traditional one. No. And even that feels like it was a while ago. Oh, boy. We've been busy, guys. It's a busy <laughs> time of year for everybody, so I'm sure you understand. Yeah, you know. Happy uh, happy Halloween. Happy post-Halloween. <laughs> one week later. Did you enjoy? I hope you all had a great Halloween. I saw a lot of people being very sad on Wednesday um, about the, the death of the Potter family. Rest in peace. Rip. Rip. James and Lily. <laughs> Rip Tim's old face. <laughs> oh my god. He'll be back. Oh god. He'll be back. Yikes. So today, <laughs> we are coming at you... Hard. Hard. <laughs> Very hard. Um, we are coming at you with our third ratings and rankings. Can you tell we're episode. running out of ideas? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, we have more exciting stuff coming up, Steve. Yeah. Trust and believe. But for today, <laughs> we are doing another ratings and rankings. These episodes are really fun for us to record. It's so sorry times. if you guys aren't huge fans of them, but we really like them. <laughs> because it's it adds like a surprise element for us because we don't know what the other person is yeah, going to say. Yeah, it's so good. So it makes it fun. So we have... A few more top lists, mm-hmm. um, so I guess we will get into that in a moment, but first, Emily, what has been flooding your toilet this week? Ivana Lynch. Ivana Lynch. She's been flooding mine, too, but you can she, go <laughs> She, um, has danced her way right into my heart, um, by giving me some very exciting information about Dumbledore in this new movie. The quote is, let me find it. Hold on. I've got this very good thing. So she says about Dumbledore, but okay, I'll just start with the headline that got me really excited when I was just looking up Harry Potter news. The headline for this is Harry Potter actress Ivana Lynch on Jude Law's manipulative Dumbledore. (gasps) Quote, he's perfect. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Here's some of her quotes. Uh, she says, he is so perfect as Dumbledore, he totally captures that serenity and inner peace. And then she goes on to say, he captures the manipulative side of Dumbledore. Dumbledore's a kind person. He's nice. He's not manipulative in an evil way. He wants to get people on his side fighting for the right thing. You see that in book six. And that's really shown more, explored more in this movie. From what I've seen, I think he's perfect. And ah! I trust this bitch because she was a fan. Yeah, yeah. She, she likes she's, the book. She's the real deal. Oh, man. I know. I saw her just post on her, like, Instagram story or something. She was like, I just saw the new movie. I think it's so good. And then she was, like, interviewing all the cast members. And another thing I heard her say, too, was, like, I think Jude Law really understands the character of Dumbledore. Hell yeah! Which is something Michael Gambon did not have. <laughs> so I'm really excited. <laughs> 
sorry. <laughs> so, like, I'm really excited that, like, they finally cast a Dumbledore who really understands I'm him pumped. and is going to play him really, really well. I was saying this about the trailers that, like, already I'm I'm feeling that there's this taste of, like, the manipulation kind of going on. Yes. Because I was worried about it. And then, like, Joanne and her tweets got me all worried again. But I'm like, no, no, I'm going to trust because... I'm I'm feeling them manipulating Dumbledore here. And so then hearing it from her on the inside, I'm like, oh. all right, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pumped. I'm this so corduroy excited. coat isn't enough for me, but the attitude might be. It's I know. So, I know. Like, His costuming sucks, I'm but like, as long really, as the character really itself is good. <laughs> Maybe, like, the joy of purging his ex from his life is going to allow him to dress in some um, starshine robes. Yeah. And One purple suits. Like, it's hold. just, it's just all that I need. So hopefully, um, hopefully he gets his, he gets his shit together after getting the, uh, the toxicity out of his life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And gaining oh, a new one, man. we can only hope. We are two weeks away from this movie. I, I am stoked. So excited. I'm ready for it. So I guess we should just say off the bat now, since we're on the topic of it. Yeah. Um, we're going to be seeing the movie, uh, the Friday that it comes out, um, Sorry, babies work on Thursday night, so we can't go out to see yeah. a movie like the cool kids on a Thursday Not evening. Anymore. So I need my sleep. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I gotta work in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna see it on Friday night and then we're going to record immediately after. We're just gonna kinda let it go for an hour or so and just yeah. yell about all of our feelings. It's literally just going to be like one huge flood. That it's, is us. Like we just yeah. saw the movie and here are all of my thoughts just like erupting from me immediately after. It's not going to be, like, a great review. We'll have to, like, see it again and then come back and do another episode of, like, okay. Right. Now I've kind of collected myself. Here's how I feel. Blah, blah, blah. And that'll be a little more coherent. This one's going to be a nightmare. This one is going to be <laughs> But hopefully very, fun like, to listen to. It's going to be first impressions. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, like, our immediate response. My heart will still be pounding in my chest <laughs> while we record it because it will literally be, like, 20 minutes after we see the movie that we start recording. So it's just going to be, like, our first <sighs> thoughts, first impressions immediately after. Like, it's going to be that, like, giddy, childlike... I just saw this amazing movie and I am gushing. I like, know. that's what it's going to be. It's going to be good times. It's going to be really fun. So, stay tuned. You only have to wait a couple more weeks until you can hear um, how we'll have changed our minds about Nagini being in the movie. <laughs> Do not listen to it until you have oh, seen yeah. the movie. Good to know. It's so spoilers. spoiler heavy. It's going to be very spoiler heavy because we're going to break down everything that stood out to us in our first mm-hmm. viewing of it. So, if you haven't seen the movie or aren't seeing the movie right away and are planning to go to it later, don't listen to that podcast until you have seen it. Yes. Unless you're okay with getting a whole bunch of spoilers, but I don't think a lot of people are. Yeah. So. I am just saying off the bat, we're going to be really surprised by everything because both of us are staying really um, careful and safe from Yeah. Like, we've watched, we've watched the trailers, but that's it. Like, we haven't read anything mm-hmm. else into it, really. Like, we want to be surprised by I'm ready to get so. surprised. So, with that out of the way... Katie, what's flooding your toilet? Mine, I feel like we have a little bit of telepathy going this week, because mine has to do with Luna Lovegood a little Ooh, bit. Okay. Um, it is a theory that I heard, so it also kind of relates to our like fan theories mm-hmm. thing that we talked about. Um, but ever since the whole like Maledictus thing has been released, there's yep. a theory going around that Luna Lovegood is a Maledictus. And I watched this like YouTube video. <laughs> 
about it of someone like explaining the theory. It showed up in my like recommended okay. YouTube videos. Okay. So here's kind of the whole like explanation behind it. Um, so first, I think the biggest thing that like drives it is that since this is a blood curse that's passed down from mother to daughter and we don't know a lot about Luna's mom, that's where it comes from. I think is because like all we know is that she died relatively young mm-hmm. and we know her name and that's it. So people are saying like we know that her mom died because she was doing this like experimental magic and it like went wrong and it like killed her. And so people are saying like what if the magic that she was trying to do was like some spell that was trying to like reverse the curse on her mm. and it ended up like killing her. Um, and then there's also, like, her mom's name is Pandora, which I didn't know, but I think that's cool. And people say that that relates to, like, Pandora's box, which is said to release evil into the world. And so they're, like, that could translate to her, like, releasing this curse onto her, like, daughter or Mm -hmm. something like that. So, I don't know. It, again, feels like a far-fetched theory to me, but... I've heard lots of other things that I thought were very far-fetched and they turned out to be true. (laughs) So maybe, possibly, I don't know. And then it goes on to say that, like, Luna's animal that she would be cursed to turn into is a wolf, and there's, like, a whole bunch of explanation behind, like, the names of people that are important to her in her story later on and how their names all relate to, like, wolf stuff somehow. So, which is weird to me because I feel like Luna wouldn't be a wolf, but I guess, I don't know, Maledictus isn't also an animal that you can choose to be. It's just kind of one that you are, you know? So, it's, <laughs> I don't know. My face is, Your like face is, is, like, frozen in, like, that's weird. <laughs> I, that is so weird. I guess I, I guess I will have to, like, put that on hold in my brain until I see this movie and see more of, like, what it means. To be a valedictus. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't know much. All we know is that it's a blood curse that turns you into an animal. And eventually you'll reach a point in your life where you become that animal and you can't go back to being yeah. a human. Um, but people are saying, like, since Luna's mom died so young, she, like, didn't reach that point in her life where she was permanently that animal. Oh. You know? I don't know. It's a weird wow. theory, but it, it's it's out there. So, that's interesting. It is interesting. I'm excited to, yeah, come back to that after I know more about, like, what the deal is. Because I don't know anything besides, like, vague tweets from Joanne. Right. Well, and the way that this started, too, was some people think that one of her tweets that she said after the whole Maledictus thing was, like, revealed about Nagini was that some people believe that she was hinting that, like, other female characters in Harry Potter are also Maledictus. Or that there's another one. And so people are kind of trying, were trying to figure out, like, who could she be talking about? And they fell onto Luna because we don't know very much about her mom, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it all, like, spiraled from there into this big theory. But that's, like, kind of how it got started, I think, was because of that tweet. Hmm. And then it just, like, kept going. Hmm. (laughs) that's weird i don't know how to feel about that yeah interesting though huh yeah i don't know how i feel about it like part of me is like oh like it could make sense because we don't know very much about that like mother-daughter relationship that was there but i don't know i was also never surprised that luna's mom did experimental magic and ended up dying from it so like i don't know so, anyway, that's what's been flooding my toilet, because someone... Yeah. I don't know. It's always funny when you'll get that random, like, recommended, like, weird Harry Potter theory video, and you're like, am I going to... Yes. I watched one 
that in preparation for our cursed child podcast, I was looking up some like videos about it. And I saw one that was like, um, how I would fix cursed child. Mm -hmm. And it was really weird. Was it? Yeah, it was really weird. It was like, I guess better, but not in any, not in a sense of anything that I would want to see out of Harry Potter. It was still something where I was like, that's fun. That's your fun fan fiction. But it was like, it was talking about how, something that I didn't really pull out of it, I think just because I'm so like averse to it, but that like, like kind of almost, (laughs) almost hinting at, um, like Harry and Hermione having an affair, but not following through with it in the actual text. So then following through with that actually, and like, I don't know, making, making the adults more of a story, which I think, sure. I think that should have happened. You know, whatever, but. Maybe not in that way. (laughs) Yeah, there was lots of weird stuff. So, like, I love seeing videos like that because it's always interesting to see other people's thoughts because I kind of live in my little bubble of, this is how I would want things to happen. And then, but then I don't care enough to, like, go see what other people would. (laughs) I'm like, I don't really need to do any more diving into the cursed child. So, never mind. But. Right. Yeah, yeah, when I do see little things like that, I'm always interested. Right, I'm intrigued, because it's just like, I never would have thought of this, but sure. Yeah. So again, fan theories, send them our way. We're into it. Yeah, I want to really know. like hearing these. I love it. Ugh. Well. Should we get into our actual ratings yeah, and rankings now? I think we should. Which one do you want to start with? Let's start with uh, <laughs> our top five most useful spells. Okay. Do you Should want to start we go... from the bottom up? Mm. That's yeah. how we've Let's done it with do all that. of our other episodes we've Let's done. do that. So, from <clears throat> a bottom to top, cleaning magic. I don't have, like, any certain spells, but, like, these are things, because you see them going around. There's books and such. Yeah. So, cleaning magic, then cooking magic, then muffliato, I think would be very good. Um, the portkey spell slash apparition. It's not a spell, but it's magic. Yeah. Um, and then number one, of course, is Osseo. Yes. I don't say Accio. It's Osseo. <laughs> I say Accio. <laughs> okay, your turn. Okay. Mine, um, I have Obliviate at oh, the bottom. Because <laughs> there are so many things in my life I wish I could forget. Do you do it to yourself? <laughs> I do it to myself. Not to other people. To do to myself. Oh my god. Um, Muffliato is on my list at mm-hmm. number four. Apparition is number three. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Reparo because I break things. Fuck! Up. I forgot that that existed. <laughs> that is that needs to be on my list. And then I have Accio at my number one. Yeah, Osio, Accio, whatever. It's however you live your life. I cannot tell you how many times I have like put down my phone, especially, and then walked away from it, and oh. then like fifteen minutes later, come back and been like, "What the fuck did I do with my I phone?" I feel like my all the time. my list and your list, but I feel like all of mine were like. <laughs> Just showing how lazy I am. I know. <laughs> I just use magic for laziness purposes. I know. Muffliato, I feel like, is one that's, like, not a lazy one that I think is a really useful one, though. Yeah, for sure. It is. Don't listen to me. Don't. I hate strangers getting up in my business. I know. Don't fucking come near me. I know. Don't interact with me. Don't listen to my conversation. <laughs> Ever. 
Which is funny because we're doing a podcast for strangers. I know. <laughs> but it's like when they can actually see you yeah. and like interrupt you. No. That I'm like, you don't need to be a part of what I'm talking about with this person. <laughs> no. All right. Which next? Um, should, let's do careers next. Okay. So our top five careers. And again, this is not in terms of like coolness factor in general. This is like what we would want to what do. What we would want to do for our careers. Okay, you can start this time. Okay, my bottom one is the Hogwarts trolley lady, and I only put this <laughs> on here because I took a quiz once on BuzzFeed that was like, what is your, like, career in the wizarding world? And that's what I got, was the Hogwarts Express trolley lady. I would be a normal one and not a scary one. <laughs> I would get joy from handing out candy to yeah. little kids. <laughs> um, my number one, or my fourth one is a wand maker. Oh. I thought that would be fun, working with Ollivander, mm-hmm. being his, like, apprentice. <laughs> um, three is just, like, working in any kind of store. Um, yeah. I'm leaning toward Honeydukes, or also Weasley's Wizard Wheezy's, I feel like, would be a fun <laughs> one to work at. But I would work in any of them. Yeah. They're all cool. Um, a healer would be number two. Okay. Because I really like medical stuff, mm-hmm. and I feel like learning about, like, wizarding medical stuff would be cool. Yeah. And my number one is a professor, because then you just get to spend all your time at Hogwarts. Oh! So <laughs> I don't know what subject I would teach. Probably charms, because that's, like, my subject yeah. that I yeah. really like in Harry Potter. But yeah, I'd mm-hmm. be a professor at number one. Wow. Okay, well, my number five is a professor. Oh, really? I just, like, I like the idea of teaching, but I feel like, um, it's too, like, high stress for me to feel like I'm in charge of people understanding me, Mm -hmm. and I, like, can't string my words together, (laughs) ever. (laughs) So, like, it's stressful, but I think that it would be fun, because I think it's fun to to impart knowledge to people. It's good times. Um, then number four... I think it would be kind of fun to work in the misuse of Muggle Artifacts office because you'd see that all sorts of like fun. funny things that people do. And even, yeah. you know, you know that some of them are very sinister and stuff. But I feel like other ones you just are like, come on, Ted. I know. Ted. <laughs> with the lawnmower, Ted. Yeah. And I think that would just be good times. Plus, you'd get to hang out with Mr. Weasley. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, number three, I have um, being an OWL tester. Because I thought it would be kind of cool to see, like, kids doing their best at magic and stuff. You know, not, like, just watching them write down answers. But, you know, with, like, Defense Against the Dark Arts, they have to do those, like, tests in front of people. Oh, that would be so fun. And it seemed kind of fun. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. That's going to be on my list, too. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, um, I had a shop owner. Like, either working at one or owning a shop, like, whatevs. I just think it's, like, cool to, like, curate this, like, collection of very specific things, like books Mm -hmm. or, like, candies or, you know, items of fantastical use and whatever. I just think it's good times. The stores are so fun. Yeah. And then I think my number one would be um, being, like, like a author, historian, or, like, reporter. Mm-hmm. To like go out and like do like report on things like working for the newspaper or something yeah. like that, or like writing my own book and doing all this research and like cool stuff because that's what I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> so I that think that that cool. would be really fun, especially with all all the funky stuff going on in the wizarding world. I think yeah. it could be a good time. So that's my top five. <laughs> Those are all good ones. We're just cute. It's fine. Don't worry about it. 
Okay. Um, what one should we do next? Let's do top five magical creatures. Okay. Again, this is just us. Yes. I think let's go every other. Um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay, bottom up. My number five is Fluffy. It's a big ass dog. (laughs) A big ass scary dog. Um, no. Very precious. Um, (laughs) Fluffy, he just needs training. Yeah. He just needs, um, some control and boundaries in his life. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. It's a big dog! It's a big dog. With three heads for kissing. I <laughs> It'd be a lot of work, but I love I love that dog. Yeah. I, I love, love that dog. dogs in yeah. general. So it's a puppy. It, it's a big puppy. It's a, oh my god. <laughs> um my number five is a bow truckle. Mm. Um mm-hmm. picky picket. Picky. <laughs> Picky. <laughs> in Fantastic Beasts is so cute. I never really used to think that much of bow truckles at all, yeah. like, when I just read about them in the books, but then Fantastic Beasts happened, and now I'm like, well, now I want one, because they make good companions. They are cute. And they can unlock things for you. Yes. And scratch people if you don't like them. <laughs> tiny <Rock>. kitty. <laughs> Big puppy tiny kitty. It's like a little kitty you carry in your pocket. Oh, I'm allergic to cats, though, so it would be one I'm not allergic to. Yeah, it's just like it's a, a leaf cat. Tiny leaf cat. Little leaf cat bug. Okay. <laughs> My number four, speaking of Fantastic Beasts, is Moon Calves. Moon- oh, those things are so With the big cute. eyes. They're like those funny little llamas yes. with the big oh, eyes. Oh, I forgot about the I have been enamored with them since the moment I laid eyes on their big ass eyes. They are so They're so cute, cute and they I pop know. their little their teeny little mouths up to eat their little food pellets. Ah They're so sweet. <laughs> I, I want know. one. I think I have to like crochet one for myself so I can yeah. sleep with it. Oh they're so <laughs> they're cute. So I totally cute. forgot about those. Every time I watch that scene in that movie I'm like They're oh. my favorite. I'm just waiting. I'm like, I okay whatever. Them. Show me those fucking moon calves. <laughs> I didn't even know that's what they were called. I had to look them up because I'm like what the fuck are those i love them moon calves moon calves i'll have to remember that they're adorable they're so cute Um, my number four i guess this isn't one that i would want to have personally but that i've always just thought are really cool yeah are dragons oh i forgot (laughs) to even think of those for the list i don't even know what kind i would want the most i just put all dragons on my list because i think they're cool like even before harry potter was really on my radar i did you have the did you have the dragonology book that nope. big one that you'd get at, like, bookstores or whatever. It's the big red one, and it uh-huh. had all the, like, pop-outs and stuff. Oh, ah! I want one now! <laughs> I've always thought dragons were cool, and then, like, Harry Potter adds more to them, and I've always yeah. just thought they were really awesome creatures. I feel like I'd I'd want one of those little, um, living action figures. Yes! <laughs> of, of the dragons. I'm, this is, like, not Harry Potter related, but I'm very obsessed with the dragon from Shrek. <laughs> so, like, that kind of, like... <laughs> feeds into it a lot. <laughs> That's the kind of dragon. The dragon from Shrek. That's the dragon I would want in my life. <laughs> no. With her batting her oh eyelashes god. and flirting oh with a donkey. God. Uh, <laughs> okay, what's your number three? <laughs> a phoenix. That's mine too. Oh, I just want to make a prediction right now that our number one is going to be the same. I'm just going to call it now. I'm going to call it that our number one is going to be the same. 
It might be. That's all I'm going to say. But I, let's talk about phoenixes. Phoenixes are tight. They're so cool. They're big-ass birds. Birds kind of freak me out. Yeah, But same. I feel like phoenixes, like, get you. Yeah. <laughs> they're, I like, think, cool. They're cool, they're cool birds. Plus, like, all the powers that they have yeah. are, like, super useful. Yeah. Healing tears? Dude! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered that thing that I said. What thing? Which we'll get to, I'm sure, when we read Chamber of Secrets. But when... <laughs> During our class, I was taking notes on the Chamber of Secrets when we were reading it, and one of my notes at the end of the book was, I wish that I wish that I had healing tears so that I could cry them onto Tom and fix him. Oh my god, I forgot that you said that. I wish that I had healing tears so I could cry onto Tom Riddle and fix him. Oh no. Oh, someone help. Oh, Oh, somebody help me. Okay. How close she is to me right now. Hell yeah. It's happening. She's snoring. Her eyes are open. Oh. Not that much, Okay, so Phoenixes are my number three, too. Oh. On my list. They're good times. Plus, also, like... It's a pet that lives forever. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's a pet that never dies. Love. (laughs) So, like, I I love that. That's the worst thing about having pets (laughs) is that they don't outlive us. Ugh. So, yeah, that's good times. Okay. okay. What's your number two? Unicorns, bitch. <gasps> I forgot about unicorns. I can't believe I forgot about unicorns. They're cool as hell, and they like me, because I'm a lady. Yeah. <laughs> they are really cool. They're cool. I love a unicorn. I'm I'm afraid of... Okay, this is just me it turning into me being afraid of random animals, but I'm very nervous about horses. Yeah. They're large, and I fear them. I'm scared of their hooves. I'm scared of their everything. <laughs> I don't... I'm I'm afraid of a horse, but I feel like unicorns are very delicate and beautiful and relaxed. And gentle. And gentle. With women. Because I'm gentle. But they have... Like, their babies are gold. Yeah. Little baby unicorns are gold. They just seem cool. I just want to sit and hang out in a field with a unicorn. I know. They're sweet. That's a I good know. one. I can't believe I don't have them on my list. <laughs> What's your number two? My number two is a hippogriff. Oh. I really love hippogriffs. It falls into the, so cool. into the even more dangerous and powerful horse category, so that's yeah. not on my list. <laughs> oh my god, I think they're so cool, It's though. my two fears, birds and horses. horses. Put together into one animal. <laughs> I think they're awesome. I think Buckbeak in particular just turns me on, because he's so cool. Think about the words you just said. Okay, not turns me on. <laughs> Makes me like them. <laughs> I'm horrified. I am not turned on by hippogriffs, just a <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> oh, no. I think Buckbeak is cool. I think he's fun. I think once he got used to you, he'd be cool to have, mm-hmm. to hang out with. Yeah. I thought about hippogriffs for a minute, but then I became frightened. Yeah. I'm a real Draco Malfoy about <laughs> I was just going to say, you're a Draco Malfoy about hippogriffs. <laughs> Okay, I feel like we probably do have the same one. Niffler. Yes. Niffler, Niffler, Niffler. Absolutely. I know they say they don't make good pets, but I want to tickle a Niffler! Plus then all of all of my um all of my I don't have nice jewelry anyway, but all of my good belongings would be safe. Yeah. I know where they're at. Mm-hmm. And I need to have a little I make them a little a little hole to live in. I know. 
They're so cute. You just have to get like a little cat tree and let your Niffler live in there. And have it be made of gold. It's so cute. I love a Niffler. I've loved a Niffler since Goblet of Fire. And that was my biggest disappointment in that movie. That's a lie. I just lied to all of you. That is not my biggest disappointment. (laughs) But it is a big disappointment. I was really excited to see those little hedgies. I know. So I'm really happy we got to see them in Fantastic Beasts. And everyone loves them in Fantastic Beasts. I love them. I'm really excited to see the baby ones. Babies. They look so cute. I'm ready. They look so sweet. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. Oh. I love the magical creatures. That's part of what makes Harry Potter so exciting. I know. I was trying not to do too many from Fantastic Beasts, because I feel like that's kind of cheating. Yeah, I know. I think I only have... I mean, all of mine are mentioned yeah. in the books, but two of them are, like, shown mm-hmm. more. But I can tell you one thing. It's not going to be those fucking glassy-eyed bald cats from the no. new one. Ew. Oh, those, those freak me out. They scare the shit out of me. The woman holding them, that's a villain. I can tell. Yeah. There is no way. Yikes. There is no way. Yikes. <laughs> All right, I think next we should dive into, um, much like we did with the Unforgivables, uh, we are ranking the Deathly Hallows. Yes. In terms of which we would want. Which we would want. <laughs> should I start? Do we want to go yeah. back and forth with this one again? Sure, let's do it. Okay, so my one that I would want the least coming in number three is the wand. Oh. I don't think I would want all that power. Yeah. It puts a huge target on your back, mm-hmm. especially if you're very boastful about it, which I probably wouldn't be, but it puts a, back, a target on your back regardless. Mm-hmm. It's always been the one that I've been the least interested in. Mm. I don't know. That's mine, is the wand. I am the least interested in the stone. Yeah. I uh, don't think that would help uh, my mental illness. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Ever>. probably not. <laughs> um, it freaks me out. I don't like... I feel like... The wand is like, I know kind of no matter what, you go and die. But like, I don't know. Dumbledore had it for 50 years. He was chill. Yeah. So like, you just, I don't know. That's spoiling my number two, I guess, is the wand. I mean, we know what number one is. So it's like, whatever. The stone is my number two. And that one, I guess, I just like, especially recently, I feel like I have had a lot of people that I was close to that I've lost. Mm -hmm. So like right now, the idea of being able to just talk to them again, even for a little bit, is like really comforting to me, but like so my, that's why the wand is number two. My for me. truth or about that is, is that it's a lie. It's it not is them. a lie. I know, but it would just like I feel yeah. like it would be comforting for me to be able to like see them again, even if it's not like them for real. You know, but it's I like just, the same thing of like when I see them like in like my yeah. dreams. You know, and it's just like it's comforting for me to be yeah. able to like talk to my grandparents in my dreams again or something. You know, but that's trying to lure me to kill myself. That's true. And that's I dangerous. That that's... So, like, I don't... I just... I can't have any part of it. <laughs> okay. It's too bad for me. And then the wand, I feel like... Yeah, you're gonna get murdered for it. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Murder. I get it. But, like, for the little bit that you have it, like, your magic is tight as hell. The point of both the wand and the stone is that they lure you to your death in some way. Yeah. So. And if I can just, like, for a couple days... <laughs> I'm not trying to say I'm as good as Dumbledore here. I'll settle for a week. <laughs> but like <laughs> if I if my magic's just like on point for a solid week and I just like everything I do is like perfection, fine. Yeah. Love it. Living it up. I Exciting. Guess. I guess. And then of course the cloak's number one. Of course it's number one. Duh. Yeah. 
That's the best one. I've always wanted an invisibility cloak. Ever not since only I for the first movie yeah, when I was like five years old. <laughs> not just for pervish eleven-year-old boy reasons. Yeah, but I want to be alone. I know. <laughs> How cool would it be to be invisible whenever you want? Yeah, that would be awesome. I can hide from my enemies. Also, the only one that's not <laughs> totally gonna make you die. Yeah. <laughs> so there's an added bonus. Mm-hmm. That is an added bonus. Yeah, the cloak's number one. Yeah, for sure. Legit, legit, legit. But, yeah, I know. That's funny that we swapped on the other two. The stone just freaks me out way too much. I can't. Yeah, see, that's how I feel about the wand. It. it just but like, we, it scares we me. We were flip flopped on Imperius and Cruciatus, so, yeah. like, it's. Mm. It's just it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be taken advantage of. I don't want to feel pain. <laughs> I don't either. So, like, they both suck, but they just both the tiniest suck. I know, reasons. it's just a little flip. Which one is worse? I can't is deal. <laughs> okay, so should we do most intriguing in-universe book Yes. Next? Let's do I'm that really one I'm really excited for this one. Me too. This one I had a lot of fun with. Mine are, uh, what, what would that be in terms of percentage? 80%, because it's out of five. <laughs> 80% textbooks. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Only one, two of mine are. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I'm excited. All right. Do you want to start? Yeah, should we okay. go back and forth? Let's go back again? and forth. Okay, so my number five is A History of Magic. Okay. By Mathilda Bagshaw. <laughs> I think that one would be really fun to read. Yeah. It's straight up. Me too. Well, you've already kind of talked about this. Like, History of Magic would be your number one class. Yeah, and you've said it's that before. cool. And I don't think I'm as into it as you, but I still think it would be really cool to just read, like, a general history of That's because I'm a slut for history. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite subject of, I like, anything. I think it anything. would be a fun book yeah. to read. So, it's at my number five, mm-hmm. but I would be so interested in reading it. My number five is um, a divination textbook. I was trying to find some... I know there's the Death Omens one. That would be too much for me. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, like, the Dream one... Yeah, that one would be fun. Um, like, leaf, tea leaf readings and whatever. Like, you know, it's that kind of stuff. I'm into that. I already talked about this, and I think Divination's kind of cool, because I'm, like, that crystal bitch. So, like, I'm I'm into it, and I'd love to learn. I just think it's cool. Even if I don't believe stuff, it's so cool, and I like it. Right. (laughs) So that's my number five. That's a good one. I didn't even think of those. I Mm -hmm. would love to read the dream one. Yeah. Because that is so psychology. Yeah. So Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It'd be so interesting. Um, my number four is one that I have read, because she has written it already. It is the Fantastic Beasts textbook. Yeah. I really like that book. It was cute. It was cute to it read It was as a really kid. fun to read it. I really like that one. I read it a lot. And you you read the cute. one, not the, not the new one that they did, but the old one where it has their, like, note-taking. Yeah, the that's corners. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that's the best. The, the, like, actual textbook. Yeah. Like, I think that's really cute. Yeah. I really well, like that one. They, they came out with a new one, like, re-upped, that added some more magical creatures into it oh, after really? the movie came out, and I believe that they took out Harry, Ron, and Hermione's notes. Oh, well, I like Harry, Ron, and Hermione's notes. Those I thought that cute. was, I, that was, like, the cutest part of it to me. Yeah. I think it's just fun. Like, there are, like, creatures in that book that I had never even heard of before mm-hmm. that she just kind of, like, added, and mm-hmm. I thought that was really fun. Yeah. I love the magical times. creatures. Like, I think that's really cool. So True that's life. my number four. My number four is um, any Muggle Studies textbook. Yeah, that would I'm be really so cool. I'm so interested in Muggle Studies because it's like, 
I feel like it would be taking like an American history class, like in a European country or something. Yeah. Like I want to know, kind of like, okay, so how do you tell it? Because I know we tell it the wrong way. Right. So like, I'm interested how like an outsider would see like technologies and stuff. You know, yeah. so like I think I think reading a book as a Muggle. Reading a book about muggles is like would be funny and really interesting. Cool. To me. I know. I've always thought it was so clever that for a while Hermione was taking muggle studies. Uh, yeah, because that would be so interesting to learn about like people who don't know anything about you. Seriously, like, learning about it anyway. Well, that's why she wanted to take it. Yeah, and I wholeheartedly agree with her. Yeah, I think that would be wholeheartedly. Sweet. Ugh. What's your number three? <laughs> My number three is. Magical Me, an autobiography about Gilderoy Lockhart. I, I should have put that on there. So fun. I, I was forgot like, about that. I want to read any of Gilderoy Lockhart's books, but then I was thinking, and I was like, which one would I want to read? That, and I was like, I was oh, his looking, autobiography. I was looking at a list of in-universe books to get some ideas, because I was like trying to see, okay, like which do they name divination books, like whatever. Yeah. Um, and I saw all the like Gadding with Ghouls, Year with the Yeti, whatever, but I forgot about the autobiography, because I was like, yeah. oh, maybe, but I don't really know if I'd want to read those, because they would stink of weird racism. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I don't know if I'd really want to get into that, but I forgot about the autobiography. I think it would be Fuck. awesome to read about his life in his own words. That would Man. be amazing. I love Lockhart. I want to, like, switch mine out. <laughs> God. Okay, well, my number three was a Hogwarts of History. Mm. But I'd even, I'd even just switch that out because I was running out of books. Yeah. I'd say Magical Me. <laughs> Magical Fuck me. that. Yes, I want to read one of his books. It's like, it's he's he's like a, the Stephanie Meyer of... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry if there are any Twilight fans out there that are offended. <laughs> but Hogwarts are History is fun like the way History of Magic is fun, but it's Hogwarts, so I guess whatever, I don't care. <laughs> Ugh, Gilderoy Lockhart. That's, this is fuck Hogwarts of History. That's my number one. It's Hogwarts, Hogwarts of history. history. Yes. Every time I'm skipping my number two, I'll come back. I to think it. our number but, two might be the same. Yeah. <laughs> Hogwarts of History, I feel like, is like every time Hermione ever mentions it yeah. in the books, and she's like, When are you guys going to read Hogwarts of History? I'm like, I would read it if it was real. Hell yeah. I feel like it's such a big castle, and there's so much to learn about mm-hmm. it, and I feel like it would be cool to learn the history. I feel like that would be a story that would be more really fun for me if she ever released it. Too. Yeah. It was like the story. Story of the founders, yeah, and the ghosts. That'd be good. Would be really cool. Mm-hmm. So that's my number one book is Hogwarts history. Well, my I'll just say this now. My number one's history of magic. Okay, I just love history. I've said this already. Yeah, <laughs> I am almost positive we have the same number. Let's say it at the same time. One, two, three. The, the life, life and lies of Alice Dumbledore. I want to read it so bad. Maybe I'll get to watch it. Oh my god, that's pretty much what Phantasm Beast is going to turn into. I want to read it so bad. I'm ready for a sensual mirror moment. Give it to me, Rita Skia. My god. I just want to read that effing book. I know. I like I the excerpt that I got was not enough. No, I, wanted I that am book. horny for the whole story. <laughs> I want it so bad. I want it so bad. I want it so bad. It's my personal headcanon um, that that was definitely a birthday gift that um, Voldemort picked up for himself. Oh my that god! Year. Absolutely. Hell yeah! Absolutely. Oh my god! Please, I want it. If she's gonna write any book next. 
Give me it. I want her to write more in-universe books in general. Because I feel like that was so fun for her when she wrote, like, Tales of Beetle the Bard mm-hmm. and Fantastic Beasts. I don't really care about the Quidditch one that much, but whatever. I was, I, seriously, I was about to just say, like, off the bat, I'm like, watch Quidditch to the Ages just absolutely not be on our list at all. Yeah, Tales of Beetle the Bard wasn't on either of our lists at all either. It's kid books. It's kid book. Can I say this, though? Yeah. What is the one, um, it's called, like, The Wizard with the Hairy Heart or something like that? You know that one? Yeah. That one um, is very similar to Horcruxes. And it's a, it's a whole um, Timothy story. I'll have to reread it and see. Yeah. I think on that, everybody. a very long time. Think on it. Go read the summary on the uh, Wikia page. <laughs> and then uh, think about think about how it fits with Horcruxes and Voldemort, even. Okay. I, I'll take your word for it. You know more about Tim than, like, anybody else in the world. He cuts so. out... The, the guy, he, like, cuts out his heart to be more powerful. Oh, really? Yeah. And then when he's, like, getting with a lady and she's like, you're freaky and you don't know how to love anybody, he, like, tries to give her the heart. But it's grown hairy. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. That's a children's story yes. in your world? Yes. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. But it feels that way, right? It's, like, rings... It rings... Similar. It feels... Yeah. You know what I mean? Voldemort can't love either. I can, though. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. my God. Should we get into our last one? Yeah. Speaking of despicable characters, <laughs> we're going to talk about our most hated characters, our top five. And then speaking of that, Katie texted me this week. Yeah. With a screenshot from a BuzzFeed quiz. Yes. That was like, which hated Harry Potter character are you? Yeah. And you got Cho. Cho Chang. I didn't know she was such a big hated character. So, we're going to talk about ours, and then um, Katie found a list of 16 of the most hated characters. Yeah, and we're Um, just going to talk about if we think these characters really deserve to be hated or not. Because a lot of them, I don't think they do. I believe that list is mostly... um, like fandom based right. you know like fans hate these characters yeah so we're going to talk about that too and the merits of it just because we both got kind of um revved up yeah. this week about it like really pissed so we'll start with ours and then get into yeah. that i'm gonna say this list like some of these characters i'm like i don't even really hate them i just dislike them That's the i feel thing. like only like two of them on this list do i actually like despise. also i will say this i think four out of five of them are great characters. Yeah, same. But I hate them. Right. And that's good. So mm-hmm. it's hard to say because I, even even the worst characters I love because yeah. I think they're great characters. Right. So you know how it goes. I know. All right, why don't you start with okay. number five? My number five is Snape. Wow. <laughs> right up. It's here, like, number Way one. up, way up. I, uh... <laughs> I feel like he should be up higher because some of the ones I have up higher I don't hate as much as him. But... But he's such a good character that you feel he's like he's such a good character that I felt like I couldn't really say outright that I hate him because here's the thing like I hate him as a person but as a character I think he's like my favorite one. So well, that's like, how I feel about all of these. It's I know. like as a character they're great. I know. As a person they're as a bad. Person, so I So don't he's know. up there for me. He's uh <laughs> I don't hate him as a character. No. I just hate him as a person. Like that's why it's like so hard for me is because it's like yeah. And that's my list for me. I don't know. Just people you hate yeah. as a person? Well, I just, I just, I hate these characters. Yeah. Sometimes I hate to love them. Or I love yeah. to hate them. Okay, my number five, this one is the one legit, I'm like, no, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Cormac 
McClagan. Oh my god. Suck a dick. I hate this guy. He's my number he's, four. He's funny as hell in the movies. Whatever. Ha ha ha. But rereading that book. Oh! I know. He's legit awful. I know. I know. He's like violent and terrible and a bad person. Yeah. Like fuckboy to the extreme. Oh, I hate this kid. Yeah. <laughs> I really hate him too. I know. Like I never really used to think that much of him because I like him in the movie. Yeah. Partly because I think the guy he's who just plays funny. him is really hot. But, like, <laughs> he's also really funny. Like, he's, like... They made him funny, but that's what they did to everybody. They made him a likable character. Yeah. But, yeah, in the book, he's... Oh, he sucks. He's so nauseating. Like, he's, he's just, awful. He's terrible. Nasty. Oh, yucky. So, yeah, he's my number mm-hmm. four. Okay. Well, then we're in agreement. My number four is Fudge. Ooh, he's a good one. And I ease up a little bit. You know, like, six, I'm like... <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but, you know, he's just kind of, like, slimy. He's, in, you know, and then he in is. five, it's, like, real bad. Right. But, like, you know, the books that we see him in, he's just kind of like an icky politician. You know what I mean? And that, uh, yeah. So, but by the time five rolls around, he's actually pretty despicable. Yeah, like, he is. He's very despicable. He's not on my list, but I wish yeah. he was. I not, <laughs> but I wish he was. <laughs> but he's just, he's just not great. So, he's my number four. Okay. <laughs> My number three is Dumbledore. <laughs> I didn't even put him on my list. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, here's he here. He's another one. Wow. I love, I love. I love. I love. I love Dumbledore. But like, how did I even? I forget? think I hate. I hate him too. At I the hate same him time. so much, Katie. I he's, hate him. I and I. It's. Shit. I feel like that's something that is so controversial too. Because I remember, like, I have talked to so many people, and whenever I tell most how people that you? aren't you. <laughs> That I hate Dumbledore. They're like, how the fuck could you hate Dumbledore? He's like the best of them all. And I'm like... He's not. But is he? <laughs> but is he? But but is he he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's terrible. What are you talking about? He's so manipulative and he uses children to do his dirty work all the time. I literally am going to throw up right now because I forgot to put him on my list. Fuck. Oh, I he's, hope it comes out he's more like the He's like Beast. the honorary number one for me then, I guess. Shit, because I oh, can't get rid of the God. other ones. Yeah, I have Dumbledore. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm in hindsight, I'm wishing I had switched Corpac and Snape around, so Snape was at number four. Yeah, wow. My top three characters I do hate more than Snape, though. Oh. So, anyway, continue. Who is your number three? Crouch Sr. Ooh, I think he's one. awful. He's nasty. I think he's really awful. He is. He, the the way that we hear about his, like, okay, take this stuff with his son aside, but, like, the way that we hear about the, the his handling of the Death Eaters and the fallout after yeah. Voldemort's first death, <laughs> like, ick. Yeah. Ick. I mean, I don't know, because, like, you know, we're not yet living through, like, a Holocaust, World War II situation of, like, how we would actually deal with the punishment of Nazis, because they're not getting punished right now. Right. So, don't have to deal with it, I guess. Right. So, like, when the time comes, hopefully soon, that (laughs) that actual literal Nazis in 2018 are not getting dealt with, hopefully by the time they do, like, we'll have to think about, like, actually how we want to deal with that. And I guess even really thinking about the way that, like, our judicial system and prison system works, it's kind of the same thing. His, like, weird, um, very critical, uh, non-discriminatory iron fist is, like, it felt icky to me. I did not care for it. It just seemed, it just seemed all bad. And I just think he's a bad, 
dude. And everything with his family is icky to me. Yeah, I agree. And I know that you you feel weirdly sympathetic when it's him cognizant for a moment in the woods, and it's so scary before he dies. Yeah. (gasps) I hate it. So you have that moment of sympathy, but I think genuinely he's he's a bad dude. I agree. He's on the side of good. But so are a lot of people that do bad, bad things. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. He's my number three just because I I always think of him as just such an awful, an awful guy. Yeah, he's gross. Um, My number two is Wormtail. (laughs) He didn't make it on my list. I don't know why I'm, like, weirdly sympathetic to me. Like, I don't... I don't know. There's something about him that I'm like, okay, I get it. (laughs) I... Because I'm chicken shit, too. (laughs) I really can't stand him. Yeah. I I really I get it. I can't stand him. I took like a Witch Marauder Are You quiz once and it told me Wormtail and I was offended and retook it. <laughs> it changed all my choices. <laughs> Who'd you get the second time? I got Lupin yep. the second yep. time. Yep. Which I feel like is more accurate, but yep. like, oh. I, I just, ugh. Like, it's not even like, because I agree with you to a certain extent. Like, we've talked about this before. Like, I don't think he was always bad. No. But he becomes really nasty to me later on. Yeah, I do agree. As, like, a full adult in the series when we see him. Yeah. He gets pretty bad. Yeah, and, like, that's what makes me hate him so much. hmm So he's my number two. I just don't, like, to me, I don't, I don't know. I think him, like, primarily acting out of, um fear because even his social climbing is out of fear because he doesn't want to die so like i feel like acting out of fear is bad Mm -hmm. but i don't think it's as bad as like directly wanting to do these things because like it's in line with your values yeah so that's why he always kind of falls off for me Mm -hmm. in like lists of like very bad people yeah just because i think like you know like it's understandable like, you're a coward and a traitor. Right. <laughs> but you're not, like, the most horrible to me. Yeah. But I get it. He's shit. <laughs> he is shit. Oh, I don't like him. My number two is Snape. Snape. Fuck Snape. Fuck Snape. I think he's a terrible, awful, very bad person. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if he's a hero in the end. He's still disgusting. Oh, no. I don't care at all. He's, he's still disgusting. He does a good thing, but he's not good overall. <laughs> Why would you name your child? the worst two. <sighs> Who just fucked you over and over and over again. I know, I know. I can't talk about it. I know. Anyway, I feel everybody knows my opinion on Snape. We're Fuck gonna Snape. We're gonna keep talking about it. Like, this is never gonna go Ugh. away. We're gonna say that we hate Snape in pretty much every podcast. It doesn't matter. And I just, again, to say, as we've said a million times, love the character. Amazing, great character. Very bad person that I cannot get behind into actually liking. Can I disclose something? Yeah. I went to Deathly Hallows Part 2 in theaters last weekend. Did you cry? I cried over Snape's death scene, and I have never cried over his death ever in I my don't life. Think, I don't think that I do in the movie, but the last time that I read the last book, oh boy, oh. I Oh boy, cried. oh. I have never cried. Even when I read the book, I didn't cry when he died. I cried in his memories, but yeah, I didn't cry when he died. Okay, yeah. But like, this time I cried when he actually died. And I don't know if it's because I'm Alan so Rickman. attached to Alan Rickman, and so watching him die when he's actually dead is what got to me. Yeah. He does, he I does, a, I think, a really good job. It does make me feel like, oh, God, like, during that part in the movie, I don't think I really feel that way in the book, I guess, but in the movie, I do feel it because of the way that he's crying. Yeah. Is, like, real. 
Yeah. That's not, it doesn't feel like haha movie acting. It's like, okay, this is like how he would actually be. Because yeah. he's dying. Right. So it's like, yeah, it is really sad. It's so sad. I have never cried. And it's I jarring. Was, my eyes were just like, we, like, just like water coming out. Like, just like <laughs> streaming. And I was like constantly wiping it away. And I was like, how do I make it stop? And yeah. it was like from that point to like the end of the Resurrection Stone scene. Yeah. Like, I was just like gone. Oh, no, like, clean up no, Isle no. Katie. It was bad. <laughs> I have never cried that much <laughs> while watching that movie, ever. Like, not even the first time I saw that movie, I didn't cry that hard. Oh, wow. It was so bad. Wow. But I was ashamed. I left that theater and I was, I just, was like, ashamed. I just, I just cried over Severus Snape and I don't know what to well, do. Well, that's with how I, I get so mad whenever I'm rereading the books and, like, I do that over Snape and I'm like, shit. Oh, I do God. it over Dumbledore and I I'm cry like, over shit. Dumbledore too, and I'm like, what is this? Where in my mind, I'm like, all right, here we go. It has to happen. Yeah, this I know. needs to happen. I know. I've, I've never been surprised that Dumbledore died, ever. Like, I knew he was going to have to die at some point the yeah. first time I read the books. I knew that he was going to die. It's not even his death that's sad. It's Harry's reaction to it that's sad. It's always the it's reaction. It's always the reaction to the death that's sad. Mm. So, anyway, just a little, like, side <sighs> disclosure. I cried over Snape's death last weekend, and I'm very ashamed of it. It's okay. Still. It's okay. It was a week ago, and I'm still really upset about it. <laughs> okay, we probably have the same number one. Umbridge. Umbridge, of course, always. It's th- This is the thing. I hate her so much because I know her. Yes. And we've talked about this before. Yeah. She's a very relatable villain. We all know people like her. And she's terrible. I hate her more than Voldemort. Our country's Voldemort's being run by Umbridge right now. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it's not great. She sucks. She's terrible. She's the worst. She's the worst character. I'm excited to, like, get to five and get into it because I have all of those um, little extra books that she put out, and one of them is the backstory of Umbridge. Oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> you should let me read that. So I've I've got that, and then it also has um, Slughorn. Speaking of, because I'm sure we're going to talk about him. People hate him. Yeah, he's on the list yeah. that I have. But he he's in there too. McGonagall, I think maybe something about Lupin. I think Draco's in it. Yeah. So there's like lots of interesting stuff. Yeah. So I'm excited to get to her because her backstory is interesting. Is it? So I read it. It's not it. sympathetic, but That's it's it's interesting course. and telling of how she came to be. Cool. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's good time. I think she is actually the number one most hated character as a fandom in general. Like, I think everyone so too. Hates her I think so too. More than anyone else. Okay. Well, that concludes ours. So let's let's get into um, this list that you have. Okay. Just so there are 16 characters. Them. So this is in order from least to most hated. Okay. Some of them are on our list. Okay. Um, number 16 is Percy Weasley. I get it, but I don't agree. Yeah. I think that he's just, he's just a shit. I think he got confused. Yeah. A little bit. I think that's something that happens when you're so rigid in following the rules. Yeah. That when, when the rules stay the same, but the leaders change and things get twisted, it's like easy, you know? Yeah. Well, and I feel like it's, it's something that a lot of kids go through. Like when you get older, you get to this point of where you have to decide like what from your family and like what morals you were like raised with you want to keep and which ones you want to let go of 
and like rethink for yourself, you know? And I feel like that is like a very normal thing for people to do around that age that Percy was at because he was like 18. Yeah, he's coming so, into like, adulthood. I, I it went out. through that. I'm still going through that, like trying mm-hmm. to figure out what of my family's morals I want to keep with me and what ones mm-hmm. I don't. You know, like that's a very common thing. So I get why people don't like him. I can't really fault him too much for it, though. No, and I think, like, his his comeback is so So good. strong. Yes, I it, agree. it really hits home, I think, because it's like, oh, Percy's been gone for yeah. a while. And he comes back right before the battle yeah. starts, pretty it's much. Good. And it's good. It's, it's good. Oh, Percy. I wish that that had been in the movies. Yeah! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, 15 is Cornelius Fudge. Yeah. We already talked about it. I feel like he should be higher on the list than at 15 out of 16, but... Mm-hmm. Especially because I know who's coming. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he's definitely a hateable character. He sends so many people to Azkaban that don't need to be sent to Azkaban, and he's just a snake. He's slimy and he's gross. He's real bad, and he's a, uh, um... He acts real brave, but he's a real coward. He hides behind his power. He hides behind that hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 14 is Horace Slughorn disagree disagree 100 percent. and we've talked about slughorn already and we will get to him more when we get um more in-depth in half-blood prince later on but i get it but i don't um i don't think that he should be hated overall it's not like i don't agree that he's on the list because he is hated but i don't think that he should be is he likable no not really i think he is (laughs) Not at first. Not at first. No. Like, I get that, like, he's made some mistakes in his past, and I think, you know, part of that is a lot of people fault him for it. Mm -hmm. But, like, and he does have his own inner prejudice that we do see come him from time Mm -hmm. to time. Um, And this also says, you know, like, he is hesitant to fight Voldemort in the battle when it first starts, too. I would be... Yeah, I would be too. Tim? No. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Tim at his craziest? No, thank for you. Slughorn, because, like, he knows I, him. Yuck, yuck. He knows him. He taught him. Like, he was good friends with him, kind of. Like, one-sided friendship. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, he liked him. Voldemort respected him. He didn't... Yeah. He wasn't friends with him, but he had respect for him. But so, this like, is the thing, too. That's a didn't, he, thing. didn't he want him to join up? Not kill him. Yeah. But to come with. Because he's good. Yeah. Not just because he knows who he is. Right. You know, I don't... I don't think he deserves to be hated. I get that people don't like him. I really love Slughorn. I do, too. I really like him. I find him really sympathetic. I do, too. I think people um, just viciously go off, you know? It's like this reactionary thing of, like, well, you did a bad thing, so you're a bad person. You know what I mean? But they don't do that to Snape. Stop! (laughs) Snape is not on this list at all, Emily. Shut your fucking mouth. He's not on this list. But Horace Slughorn is. And spoiler alert, Cho Chang is on this list. Yeah, we gotta talk about Cho. Okay, we'll get to her. She comes up in a little bit. Um, 13 is Dudley Dursley. Yeah. You know, I really thought about putting the Dursleys on my list. Even just Vernon. I know. I was going to say that. I don't hate Dudley and I don't hate Petunia, but I do hate Vernon. I just think that there's... Even Petunia. But Dudley, I feel like there is actual potential for change. Yeah. You know? I think so. Because, I mean, at the end, like, he kind of has a little bit of, like, a, I don't think you're a waste of space. I just read that chapter, like, yeah. a couple days ago when, like, the Dursleys leave. And he's like, why isn't Harry coming with us? Like, what's he going to do? He's, Where is he he's go? having the same kind of thing as Percy, I feel like, but on the flip side of, like... He's 
he's kind of separating himself from ideals that he's been raised with, you know? So, like, I don't know. So, like, I get it. Like, young Dursley, totally hateable. Yeah. But, like, later on, like, Deathly Hallows, Dudley, I don't think he's that hateable at all. I think he totally has, like, a very small, but it's still there, like, a bit of a redemption. Yeah. Yeah, I think he. I think he just has the potential to be a better person. And I mean, like you can't. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I hesitate to. Um. I don't know. I've read. I hesitate of, to fault kids when they're raised in such a toxic environment. I know. Like that's why I can't hate Draco Malfoy either. Yeah. Because like it's not his fault that he is that way. His parents are stank. Like yeah. it's not his fault. <laughs> But it's the same thing of, like, you know, it's kind of, with both of them, is it, like, too little too late that there's just this change at the end when you've already right. been so terrible? Right. I, I don't know. But, we'll yeah, I don't know. Draco I, I, under- I understand too, any of the Dursleys being on the list, and I can accept it. But just in my little heart, I'm like, I think that Dudley has a chance. I think he does, too. Yeah. I definitely considered putting Vernon on my list mm-hmm. earlier. Um, oh, number 12 are Vernon and Petunia. <laughs> they're listed separately from yep. Dudley because they're As they should be. More. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so number 11 is Cho Chang. Sexist. Racist? Sexist, all of it. Racist. It's terrible. <laughs> she is so screwed isn't there, like, this really great speech that's just, like, to J.K. Rowling from Cho Chang or yes. something like that? that everybody like go, everybody go look that up. It's amazing. It's it's a spoken it's word. It's Asian yeah. girl. It's a spoken word. And she's talking about how much, like, she is attacked by J.K. Rowling in the way that she writes Cho Chang in her books. It's amazing. And she's doing it from this perspective of Cho. Yeah. And goes, like, so far to say is, like, yeah, you really honored my heri- my Chinese heritage by giving me two Korean last names. Yeah. I was like, oh! Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I, it is, it is, um... I, I, I hesitate to say not the fault of the fandom because, she, like, the outcome of her being hated is exactly what J.K. Rowling wanted. I know. It's But, sickening. again, it's like, it is the fault of the fandom because you need to look past that and actually understand and read and see that this is a teenage girl whose boyfriend just got murdered. Yeah. Is trying to have a connection about it with somebody else, goes on one date gets left high and dry and is never spoken to again by this kid who's supposed to have this big connection to her and likes her and she just gets left and then gets blamed for um, her friend who's in love with her um, ratting out the order. Yeah. I I get Marietta's um, a lesbian. (laughs) She wants to date her best friend show. Suck it up. It's the truth. (laughs) But I just, I think I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated by everything around Cho just because she doesn't deserve any of it. No, like is Cho Chang the best partner for Harry? No, but that doesn't make her a bad person. That doesn't make her hateable. Yeah. Their relationship is kind of a nightmare, but like, it's not her fault that it is that way. Like, no, I don't know. That's like, that's what this says. Like, it's like, why would she even kiss Harry if she was still feeling sad and guilty about, like, Cedric's death? Like, that's just really irritating for her to, like, mess with his head. (gasps) That's what it says in here. But she wants to be with him. I know. It's not that she's, oh my god. It's not that she's just, like, doing it because she knows he wants it. She's not hung up on a guy that's not dating her anymore. She's hung up on the death of somebody that she was close to. Right. Bye. It's been a year. I'm sorry she's been depressed. It's been months. I'm sorry that that she's depressed that her boyfriend was murdered and nobody can tell her why like also 
I just like I don't I don't like that people think that she's childish. She's a 16-year-old girl who yeah. wants to do fun romantic things and it's not it's not anyone's fault that like Harry's not allowed to be a child and that right. that doesn't sync up with him. I know. Plus, also, like, they are 16 years old. That's what romance is like when you are 16 years old. It's Suck awkward. it up. It's Go to Dairy Queen and kiss a little bit. It's fine. Like, yeah. I don't care. But, like, that doesn't work with Harry because he's not allowed to be a kid. Yeah. So, like, he does... That's not him, and that's fine. Yeah, this is, like, this is making me mad because it's saying that, like, she led Harry on when she wasn't really into him, and I was like... But she was. Have you read the books? She like, was jealous of Hermione. Yeah. She is into him. Right. Oh, whatever. Ugh, it's stupid. I don't think Cho Chang is, ha- is hateable in the slightest. I think she's great. I think she's tragic. I think so, too. I, oh, I'm frustrated. I'm so frustrated. And even again, she gets shafted in the last book when she's like, I can take him. To the And then the here comes Ginny. No, like, Luna no. can. Yeah. What do you think she's trying to, to get wet? Right. Well, like, what? There's a war going on. I'm like, so angry and frustrated by the treatment of Cho. It's, like, from, like, oh. the fifth through the seventh book. Like, in each book. Because even in, like, there are, like, moments in Half-Blood Prince where it's, like, Harry catches sight of Cho and then quickly looks away. Or he, like, gives her, like, a stank face and then looks away. Or, like... She didn't do anything. She plays Seeker against Ginny Weasley in Half-Blood Prince and then, like, Ooh. Ginny beats her. And it's, like, it's... All of it is so bad. I love Cho and I'm just disappointed. I know. It's it's really disappointing. People gotta I, learn how to I have was, some empathy. I was in shock when I found out that she's a hated character, and it's be, like that was Joanne's goal for her. Yeah, and that's what it was. So like, it's the fact that even the author clearly hates Cho is what's really like infuriating about this whole thing. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Ugh. And we'll get into it because I'm sure Lavender Brown is on this list too. Yeah. Yep. 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 Ugh. Okay. I. We'll, we'll get to Lavender later. Yeah. Okay, number 10 is Cormac McLagan. We've already talked yeah, about him. He's, he's gross. awful. He's disgusting. Number 9 is Lucius Malfoy. Understand. I understand. I love him. I don't hate him, but I understand what people <laughs> would. I think he's, like, fun evil. He's fun evil. You know? I think he's weak evil. Yes, he's <laughs> just a just a. He, I bitch. feel like he's another one that hides behind his power and, like, uses that to, like, abuse people. Mm-hmm. Um, number eight is Professor Trelawney. Eh. I have no, I'm so indifferent to her. I know, I am too. I (laughs) I hate her. No. I I just don't think about her that much. I'm not fond of her, but I don't dislike her either. You know, I don't think she deserves to be hated. No, she's just a drunk. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, what does it say for, like, why? she's hated. Because she's a fraud and she's annoying. Because she's a fraud. And because she's always pushing death on Harry and telling him he's gonna die. Well, <laughs> Which, like, she's not wrong. Okay, well, she was doing a better job than Dumbledore then. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's pretty much all it is. It's like, she keeps telling Harry she's gonna die, he's gonna die, and she's a very pitiful character. Like, yeah, she is, but, like, you don't have to hate her for that. <laughs> so dumb. Okay, number seven is Rita Skeeter. I think she's fun. She's terrible, but she's fun. I think she's worth hating, though. Absolutely. I think she's a fun character. Yeah. But I think she definitely. This is the like love to hate. Yes. Because she's just the worst. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. 
Um, Barty Crouch Jr. is number sixth. Yeah. Number six. I mean, I don't know why all the Death Eaters should be on this list. They all suck. I know. I think Bellatrix should be on this list. People don't hate her, but I think she should be. Same thing with Greyback. (laughs) Yeah. And the Caros. I think all of them deserve to be hated. Mm -hmm. Um, Number five is Moaning Myrtle. I understand. (laughs) She deserves to be disliked, I feel like. I don't think she deserves to be hated. She's She's annoying. annoying. But, like, what what has she done that's bad that, like, earns hate? (laughs) I know that she is stuck being 13 years old, but she's been, like, dead alive for a long time. She can maybe mature a little bit. Yeah, seriously. Holy shit. 13-year-olds are the worst. Yes. <laughs> Speaking as someone who's been 13, this is, She also the clearly worst. doesn't understand personal space. Uh, no! <laughs> uh, four is Wormtail. Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Number three is Gilderoy Lockhart. He does suck. He does But he's fun. He's another... He's like Rita. Like, of course we hate him, but he's fun. Oh, they should get together. Oh, my God. That's the ship of the century. That is the ship of the century. Rita Skeeter and (laughs) Oh, my God. They probably hooked up. Can you imagine how big their children's heads would be? (laughs) (laughs) It would be amazing. Oh, God. Okay, Lavender Brown is number two. Whoa. On a list of 16 people, she is number two. And is Umbridge one? Umbridge is number one. What? She only falls short under Umbridge. And Snape is not on this list. Voldemort the wizard Nazi did not make this list. Voldemort the wizard Nazi. Neither did Grindelwald. But for some godforsaken reason, Lavender Brown comes in at number two on this list. It's the same thing. And honestly, I think that Ron treats her like shit and he's at fault here. Yeah. I am so against Ron in this whole relationship. He's awful. He is. He's terrible. To her, it's not hooking up. No. That's her boyfriend. Right. Yeah. This is, like, Tehran is just, like, uh, someone I will fuck until Hermione comes my way. But, like... Ron's a fuckboy. Ron is a fuckboy. <laughs> Ew. I think it's I think it's really, really gross. And this is, you know, we've talked about this before, I think. Just the way that, um, not only Joanne, but a lot of the fandom, um, treats feminine women. Yeah. And, um... And and feminine girls, they're kids. Right. They're why are you expecting them to act like like adult women? It's annoying because I feel like a lot of the women in Harry Potter that we are told to like have some kind of like masculine quality about them. Mm-hmm. Like Ginny is very athletic. Hermione is very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Not saying that women can't be intelligent, but like that's a traditionally masculine yeah. thing. And it's then, like, absolutely of, true. And those characters, the women that we are told to like hate these feminine characters. Yes. Like, they don't like Lavender, or, I mean, I guess they're kind of indifferent about Cho. Ginny probably doesn't like Cho that no. much. Hermione doesn't really care. Um, Fleur, like, same thing with Fleur. Yep. Like, they yep. hate yep. her. Like, all of these feminine women that are not villains or hateable in the slightest. We can even say, too, like, look at Bellatrix, is that her he, her big trait is fanatic love. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. I, oh boy, Joanne. Oh, Joanne, don't do this to Nagini, Joanne. I know. I'm stressed. 
I know. I was stressed. But that's, I just, I, I do not believe, and I knew that Lavender, I cannot believe she is number two right beneath Umbridge. I think that's really like, disgusting. what did she do? She dated a member of the Golden Trio for like a third of a book, and people hate her for it. Like, that's stupid. Uh, here's the thing, too. I don't think people hate Victor Crumb the way that they hate Cho or Lavender. Right! Right! Like, every member of the Golden Trio dated somebody before they dated the person they end up with. And it's stupid. We we found out that Hermione and Victor were, like, a thing, actually. Yeah. Because Ginny spills the beans. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Hermione and Victor have, like, snogged before. Come on. So, like, he invited her to visit her, him, like, during Mm -hmm. the summer holidays. So, like, they were, like, a legit thing. Come on now. I think, I just think it's, I think... They were a thing before Cho and Lavender were a yeah. thing, and people still don't hate him. I think the the real, the real most hated character is sexism. Yes. <laughs> this is a nightmare. It's awful. I just, I really, I, I'm offended. I'll say it, I'm offended. I don't like, I don't like the way that people treat Cho and Lavender, and I think it's I don't gross. like the way that J.K. Rowling treats her. Like, no. it's not like this is just a fan of Both of them are treated this thing. way because they were written to be treated this right, way. Right, exactly. Like, it, it's this way because the author wanted it to be that way, which is what's so gross about this whole thing. It's not like it's just a fandom thing, like, oh, it's annoying that they dated Ron before he got to Hermione. Like, no. Like, J.K. Rowling wanted you to hate them. She's planned it all out. Yeah. Especially, especially horrifying with the Cho stuff. Because, yeah. of course, Lavender, like, that is a plot, like, she is a plot device. Right. Absolutely. But Cho, the, like, the elaborate planning that's been, that's been done since four. Have we talked about that? How, like, our teacher in our class told us that, like, she saw this, like, sheet of paper. Yeah, that she, she went to the History of Magic on. thing or whatever at and the it had, British Library. And it had the, like, all of, it was for Order of the Phoenix, and it had all the chapters down one side and, like, all of the big things that she wanted to focus on in Order yeah, of the all the big like, plot the DA moments. and the yep. Order and Grop and, like, everything. And one of the things above, on the top, was, like, Ginny versus Cho. Yep. Like, she was, like, setting up that whole thing. She had it mapped out for, like, how she wanted it to be. That was her intention the whole time, was for Cho to be this, like, nauseatingly gross girlfriend that was awful for Harry, so yeah. that when Ginny came in, she was, like, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Like, that was how she planned for it to be, and I think that's disgusting. It's really awful. And the fact that, it. um, what's her name? Katie Lung, right? Mm-hmm. Who plays her gets so much hate and racism yeah, just people, for playing Cho. People have literally, like, sent her messages and have been like, you are, like, not pretty enough to deserve to kiss Dan Radcliffe. And, like, Ugh. stuff like that. And I'm like, that's terrible. That's horrifying. I think she's so cute. And I think she did such a good job playing Cho. So, like, it's, it's a nightmare. It's, it's all bad. a nightmare. Not to preach too much, but take a moment to examine yourself today yeah. about your feelings about Cho Chang, even Lavender Brown, Fleur Delacour. Yeah. Take a minute and think about it. Are they really hateable characters? No! They're not. What did they do? They didn't do anything to deserve to be so hated. By the author or by the fans. Ugh. I mean, even looking at Umbridge. Right. She's incredibly feminine. Mm-hmm. Granted, she deserves to be hated. But she like, does, still, but that's the, thi- that's she's the thing. She's feminine. incredibly feminine. She wears nothing but pink, and she adores cats. It's... <laughs> and she talks in this, like, high-pitched mm-hmm. voice and has this cute little laugh. Like, that's all, like, nauseatingly feminine stuff. 
It's, yeah. So it's a lot. bottom line, J.K. Rowling hates feminine women. <laughs> I'll repeat that until the day I die. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh. Please let Queenie survive. Please, God, let Queenie Please survive. Please let Queenie survive. Let Queenie live. Let Queenie have a good life. At least so far, like, people don't hate Queenie. People yeah. really like because her. Because she's so, so fun and cute. I know. Okay, we gotta stop. I know. <laughs> this went on a tangent. Okay. And I'm sorry, but like, both of us are very passionate about this and just the shittiness of J.K. Rowling here. It's all bad, and you're not off the hook either. I know that's how she wanted you to read it, but grow up. <laughs> Grow up and look at it and understand that she's wrong and you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. I love you. <laughs> oh my God. Follow okay. us on Twitter. Sorry. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Send us messages. Leave us reviews. As we have said several times before, we will read your reviews if you are nice. Please. Please review us. You can be featured. Do it. Be friends with us. Send us emails. We are MyrtleBathPod at gmail.com. And at MyrtleBathPod on Twitter. Yes, please follow us. Rate, review, subscribe. Share us with your friends. We have, um, I feel like a really solid and exciting number of subscribers, which Mm -hmm. I didn't ever expect to get, you know, any. Right. Um, but it is a, a vastly larger than the people who are following us on Twitter. Yes. And uh, that that number is even 100% more than who's talking with us. <laughs> yes. Which is zero. Zero people are interacting with us. Yeah, so. and we want to hear from you guys. If you have anything that you want us to talk about or any podcast ideas, please reach out to us because we are always trying to brainstorm for yeah. new ideas. And even it's if it's just hard. little stuff. We'll do, we'll do like little mini-sodes, like little yeah. half-hour things where we talk about something if it seems fun. Right. So come at us. Yeah. Please. Yeah, we really want to hear from you guys. We really honestly, truly do want to hear from engagement. You. Yeah. Email Love us. Me. Talk to Tweet me. us. Do it I'll all. give you my phone number. You can call me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well we will be back next week. Yes. And then the week after that, is our review of the movie. The one we have talked so much about already. I'm just so excited. I can't believe it's finally here. It's so exciting. Yay! So, okay, bye. I love you. Thank you very much. <laughs>